Minnetonka. I'm David Law, Superintendent of Minnetonka Schools. Thank you for joining us for this episode of our district podcast, Ahoy Minnetonka. Today we're talking about the Minnetonka Public Schools Foundation, which has been providing incredible support for our district for nearly 40 years. Joining us today is Jill Howe, President of the Minnetonka Foundation, and Amy Grady, the Chair on the Foundation Board. Welcome, and please take a little bit of time to talk about yourself and your connection to the Foundation. Jill? Yeah, thank you, David. Um, today, uh, I just wanted to share that I'm happy to be here, and this is my fourth year with the Foundation, the third year as Executive Director. And my background is really in banking and business finance, but I've had a lot of experience in event planning and was um, able to be a lead on a lot of the clubs and teams that my uh, four children that graduated from Minnetonka were a part of and got to do a lot of fundraising and event planning, which was very exciting. So um, I really enjoy pursuing uh, my passion for students and for education now through the foundation and planning events, fundraising, and getting to manage the day-to-day -day operations of the foundation. Seems like a perfect background to be the director of a fundraising and education and event. Uh, organization, so thank you. Yeah, well. Amy, you're the chair of the board. Yeah, How'd you get involved? Yeah, so I'm Amy Grady. I have two kids in the district. I have a sixth grader and an eighth grader, both at MME and Chinese Immersion. Um, when we moved here in 2013 from out of state, um, I got involved immediately in the PTO at MCEC and then at the PTA at Scenic Heights. Um, really kind of, it was a great way to get involved in the community, learn about the schools and meet other families and friends. Um, so when I found out about the foundation, um, wanted to get involved just because it was kind of an extension of what I've been doing at the other two schools um, and I really enjoyed it. So um, this is my sixth year on the foundation. Um, this is my second year as chair. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I get the pleasure of leading our 19 um, volunteer trustees um, as well as the two members of staff we have. Um, and really help them with the overall financial and um, strategic planning and um, just so enjoyed it. So I'm going to break this down. Part of it is how do we raise funds and then how do we spend it? Let's start with the fundraising part. What are the fundraising activities of the foundation? When do they happen throughout the year and, and what might not the public know about them? Jill? So I guess we have four areas um, of fundraising that we do. Individual giving is obviously the largest one and probably um, the most important. We also have corporate um, giving and corporate partnerships that we uh, combine with, the, with uh, business, local businesses in the area. Um, then we do teacher appreciation sales that are three times throughout the year. And then we obviously have in-person events and ticket sales that are our fund major fundraisers. And some of those events are obviously Dream Makers um, that's coming up. We do um, some other uh, adult child garden dance that's in the spring. And then our teacher appreciation sales that hit in the back to school, in the winter, and then also in the spring. Amy, I had talked, as Jill mentioned, Dream Makers. One of the big events coming up on February 3rd, just this Saturday, is Dream Makers. How long has that been going on? What is a Dream Makers event? What should attendees expect? What should the public know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we um, celebrated last year our 20th anniversary of Dream Makers. So this year is our 21st anniversary. Um, and it's a night of both fun and fundraising and friendraising. Um, it's a super fun event for um, Minnetonka parents, staff, and community adults. Um, this year, uh, we are at Equestria West, which is part of Bavaria Downs in Chaska, and it's just a really fun night. It's action-packed. 
Um, it starts with a reception where we can play games. Um, all the money that's raised during, for the, from these games um, goes directly to our teacher grants and funding, fundraising, um, as well as we have a live, a live portion of the program where we have an MC um, and a live and silent auction, which is where we also raise money. We also have a really exciting part of the live event, which is our Fund a Dream, which is where we raise a ton of money for teacher grants, which is kind of the heart of what we do and what I think you, if you ask most trustees what they would say they may enjoy most about being part of the foundation. It's really, uh, you know, getting that money for teachers. It's 100% of what we raise goes back to the teachers and goes back to the school. So it's a really fulfilling and satisfying night. Can I dig just a little bit into teacher grants? Because we, we raise this pot of money, or the foundation does, teachers submit requests. How does it go from funding raised to the classroom? What filtering process? How do teachers come through that process? So there's an online application that teachers are filling out throughout the year. Um, obviously, we have a cutoff date for that. And as a board, we review those and work in collaboration with the district to look at those um, just to make sure they align with where the district is going. Um, and then we, we have a long, fun meeting where we get to review each one of those. We even have some student input um, that we brought in last year that talks about how those, some of those grants might change the way they learn and um, how that helps their education. And we, we go through each one of those grants, fill as many as we can with the dollars that we've raised throughout the year. And then those are then approved by the school board um, just to make sure they're in alignment. And then mm -hmm. those grants are funded. And, the best part about it is seeing how those grants are implemented and hearing about the wonderful stories that the students have um, about how it changed their trajectory or made a difference in their learning. So some of the, one of the bigger investments you've made is a makerspace. And the public might not know what is a makerspace and why did, why did the foundation get connected to that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in the spring of 2017, the foundation using our funds from our endowment fund was able to uh, facilitate and finance these um, hands-on, um, basically it's a, you know, a trolley that's filled with things that are truly hands-on to help students with um, learning. Um, and it's from everything to help them with engineering or problem solving um, and really focuses on collaboration between students and, you know, on-hand learning, truly. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was kind of how it started. Um, we did, we had it in K through eight for students um, and we facilitated that and then we were able to pass it along to the district to maintain. That's amazing. Now, recently the school board approved for our Vantage and Momentum building that's gonna be opening up here in the next few weeks, a foundation forum. Do you wanna to talk Jill a little bit, what is a foundation forum and what's the role the foundation played in that space. Yeah, we're super excited about this newest endowment project that we're embarking upon. And it is that foundation forum in that new building. It's a 140 um, person forum room uh, with movable space. So it can be set up for various um, meetings or gatherings. It's got state of the art equipment in terms of audio visual, a huge high definition screen um, that can even um, has a great lighting package that can do amazing things for presenting and we're really excited about the technology in there. It's going to be a great space for students to gather, not only for Vantage but across the district as well as open it to the community for collaboration with other um, groups and with the district itself. Yeah. Having seen that go from 
the idea to implementation. I, I thank you. It'll, it's, that's going to benefit our community for decades. I mean, it's just it's a, a great space. space. Thank you for that. So I'm going to come back to DreamMakers. Um, you talked about a live auction and a silent auction. What's the, what is the difference between a live auction and a silent auction? What pe might people see available in those yeah, so exciting. Uh, we have several new options for our live auction. So the live auction will take place during DreamMakers at the Equestria event on Saturday, February the 3rd. And if you're present there, you can bid on those live auction items. We have about five brand new ones this year that we haven't seen before. So um, come ready and excitement. And if you check out our social media, there are um, postings for those rolling right now so you can see what they are. And then the silent auction, a little bit different, that is open to everyone. So it's a virtual online auction. It'll open on the 31st at 7.45 in the morning, and it will close on February 3rd during DreamMakers at 7.45 p.m., keeping that nice and consistent so people remember that. But we have over 200 plus items in that auction this year, and about 50% of them are new items. So um, lots of new opportunities for people to experience restaurants or um, do you have new ex new outings with their families. We have a Great Wolf Lodge package in there. We have a lot of um, custom cornhole boards and Minnetonka paddles, just some unique stuff that you wouldn't see um, everywhere. And then we've got some of the old favorites, the Minnetonka packages, the parking passes, which are highly sought after, uh, the tailgate and uh, the graduation package again, and lots of sports registrations as well. So. Yeah, I, as someone who was fortunate <laughs> enough to win something last year and, and threw a party, it was a Kentucky Derby oh, bin, it was so fun, <laughs> it was just great. I was surprised to see how people were interested in it and what a, what a high quality package it was. Um, just for the members of the community who might be more interested, Amy, can you talk about who, who's on the board? What is the, what's the consistency of that and like why do those people get involved? Yeah, absolutely. So our board, our foundation board is made up of 19 um, volunteer trustees. Um, we strive to have trustee, repre trustee representation um, in every building. So this is from, um, you know, from the preschool to the middle schools to the high school. Um, as well as cover, you know, people that are involved in different clubs, sports, activities, and arts, which make up our Minnetonka community. Um, we are a hands-on working board, so we all um, serve on at least two committees um, and really do everything from, you know, strategic planning, as I mentioned, financial planning, uh, putting on events, being out in the community and building those relationships within the community as well as schools. Um, we do have, um, we are constantly looking for new trustees to join us um, as we have a minimum of three years to serve as a trustee with a maximum of nine. Um, the one other thing that we do also have on our board, um, which I think is somewhat unique to us, is we do have two full-time um, staff members. Um, so we have Jill Howe, who's our executive director, and then Mercedes Scott, that's our associate director, and they really are um, definitely the glue of our organization and keep us on track and um, are just invaluable members. Um, but we're, as I mentioned, always looking for um, new trustees, um, community members, parents, um, you know, in the district um, and can reach out to me for more information or find out more information on our website. Awesome. Thank you. Jill, uh, Amy referenced something that might be confusing. What's the difference between the foundation and a PTO or PTA? Yeah, sure. So the foundation scope is a little bit different and our impact to students is a little bit different than a PTO or a PTA. We are a 501c3 nonprofit tax exempt organization 
And we, when we're funding and fundraising, we're doing it for all the buildings in the district. So all six elementary schools, we're looking at both middle schools, the high school, the Vantage program, Momentum, MCEC, and the SAIL program. So our scope is much larger than that of a PTA or PTO. And in terms of our impact, we are really um, trying to impact that student for the entire life of their time here at Minnetonka. So programs that we put into play uh, at young ages, we wanna make sure we're following them through um, every stage of their education here at Minnetonka. But you generally, uh, you have connections and support with PTOs and PTAs too. Oh, definitely, yeah, we rely on them and we like to complement each other. And um, just like Amy said, she was a PTA president um, while she was still on the foundation. So definitely working together and bringing those boards and um, finding volunteers, finding people who are interested and have the same passion for education. So I know DreamMakers is coming up, um, but the need for volunteers probably is throughout the year. What are some other volunteer opportunities besides DreamMakers that people could help the foundation with? Yeah, so um, obviously DreamMakers, we're still looking for some volunteers to help with games and auction checkout and a few other things at that event. And the great thing about DreamMakers, um, we have very limited tickets available at this point, but if you're volunteering, uh, that gets you admission into the event and you can participate in any of the activities going on there, and you can hear the band Jacuzzi Puma that's playing, so it's a great way to do that. But throughout the year as well, we um, our Magical Garden Dance that's coming up in April, we'll definitely have some volunteer opportunities available for that, and then any other events that we have coming up in the fall too. More information will be on our website as that becomes available. As well as people, um, we encourage everyone to participate in our events and activities. Um, we are very active on social media with the things that we're doing. So whether it's a social event, like the Magical Garden Dance that Jill mentioned, or even just purchasing teacher gifts, um, you know, that's ways that you can also volunteer and help us as well. Is there anything that I missed that you wanted to make sure you covered for the people watching today or listening? Well, I, I think, you know, thank you so much for having us and letting us talk about the things that we get to do. We're obviously very passionate about it and, and are, you know, grateful um, for everything that we get to do for our school and community. And, you know, thank you and the district and school board for being such great partners and participating and helping us achieve the things we're trying to do. Well, I've been fortunate to work with the foundations in a couple districts, and I'm certainly impressed with, uh, you know, when I went to the event last year, Sometimes foundations are begging people to attend events. So the fact that this one, you know, mm -hmm. almost sold out to capacity early and it isn't, you know, it's people who genuinely want to get together and have fun and work for our kids. So I've been mm -hmm. impressed with the organization and the participation from our business community. It's just, it's, our students are so fortunate and our staff are so fortunate to have you working with us. And Jill, I apologize, interrupted what you No, I was just gonna say, you know, we, like, <clears throat> excuse me, like Amy said, we are very thankful for those corporate partners that we have too. Uh, we wouldn't be able to do the things that we're able to without their support um, and their connections too. They're um, constantly telling other partners and individuals about the work that's being done um, to further education for Minnetonka students and we're grateful for their response as well, so. I have to tell you, as I'm out in the community seeking business, whether it be car repair or a place to choose to take my family for dinner, I lean on those foundation partners yeah. first because mm -hmm. I know how valuable they are to our organization. Okay. I want to thank you both for being here and sharing so much about why you're involved with the foundation. And we certainly appreciate your involvement in the foundation. I want to thank you and the community for joining us and learning more about the Minnetonka Public Schools Foundation and the upcoming event 
Dream Makers on February 3rd. We look forward to seeing you again for another episode of the District Podcast. Ahoy, Minnetonka. <laughs>